Welcome to this episode of the Environmentalism in the Hague podcast. Our podcast aims to introduce and educate listeners about all the various environmental efforts that are being made in the Hague. If this is the first time you are tuning into our podcast, you should know that all our episodes have an optional walking route associated with them. This route will take you past a number of the locations discussed in the episode and allow you to have a more tangible experience while stretching your legs. Links to the walking routes can be found in the description of each episode or alternatively on our Instagram at The Environmental Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can reach out to us at thehagueenvironmentalpodcast at gmail.com. Now we arrive at the offices of Conscious Kitchen, a volunteer NPO group. Established in 2016, this group promotes community, conscious living, and sustainability. As an NPO, Conscious Kitchen is run and operated by volunteers. They organize weekly dinners on Thursdays or Fridays. But what's so special about that? Well, the ingredients for the food they make are all rescued foods from local markets. The volunteers collect vegetables and produce in good shape that were not sold at the end of the day, which would otherwise have been thrown away. And what's more special is that all of the food they make is vegan. That means no animal products. This approach is both practical and inclusive because they can cook faster and easier and they can give it out to anybody with any dietary restrictions. The dinners are held on long communal tables where people of all kinds of backgrounds can get together and enjoy a meal. And during the pandemic times, Conscious Kitchen has taken a food sharing approach where instead of dinners, participants can collect takeaway packages from Stats OAS Spinoza Home. But what's so good about eating with the community? So I'd like to talk with my peers here about their experiences with eating together with their friends and family and what's so good about them. Well, what do you guys think? Well, Elodie? No, Ahmed. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, Ahmed. I, I don't mind going first. First contest for the for uh, my opinion. I'm from Sudan, um, and in Sudan, won't we uh, most of our our meals together as a community, uh, usually within your like with your family at your home. And the way it works is that you usually have um, we eat with our hands, right? Which is like common in, in the African continent. Uh, also parts of the Asian continent and other cultures around the world but we eat uh, so we have like this big one like uh, like one really big plate and this plate has smaller plates with the food right and then we have like a little bread or um, essentially carbohydrate uh, thing that we eat the food with and we eat with our hands from the same plates so because you're eating from the same food, same plate you're gonna have to wait for everyone to come right so that's like part of it so if the whole family isn't there you're not going to start eating. You're going to have to wait. And people are like, oh my God, Ahmed, why are you taking so long in the bathroom? We're waiting for you. We're having food. Oh, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> um, and like, this is so important in, in our tradition and the way that we think about uh, eating and community that um, during the colonial times in Sudan, when Sudan was still part of, still a British colony, people started working in the industry so i don't know like factories and stuff so they would have to sometimes move away from their villages where most people used to live just their villages with their ethnic group and their families and they'd have to come to like a city and work and because they're working they can't really have lunch can't go back and forth every time right 
And there used to be a period of time where people found it shameful for people to eat at like restaurants or something. Because they're like, oh my God, you're not eating with your family. How shameful for you to eat somewhere else. Uh, so that's how important it is that you, eating you do it. It's something that you do with those that you care most about and it's something you have to eat. You're not supposed to eat alone. Yeah, thanks, Ampen. Um, yeah, I think it's really important to uh, be together in the community. I think having that togetherness and um, a place to talk with each other. That's also really, um, you know, good part of building the community and having that trust with one another. Um, Elodie? Yeah, so for me, eating together is simply how I was raised. Uh, my family and I all have very busy work and university schedules um, that overlap, and dinner time is really the only time of the day where we can all come together, sit down, talk about how we're doing and check in with each other um, and I see it this way we all have to have dinner every day so why not appreciate each other's presence and the food we have together as a family you know yeah that's a good point and I think conscious kitchen is uh, fantastic for you know doing that on a very uh, local scale um, you get to eat with people that you know your neighbors and people who live like maybe only a couple blocks away from you and uh, you learn about them who have completely different livelihoods um, but you know you're like a couple doors away so um, it's a good place to meet with people and um, yeah one thing to keep in mind is to be inclusive and make sure that you're conscious of uh, what you say and uh, you know be respectful of others while you're uh, partaking in these events and to Make sure that everyone can have a good time because you know at the end of the day it's about eating and getting to know people and having a relaxing chat um, and i think that's a lot of getting to know people around you it's a big part of this tour um, and specifically about the lo localities some of the npos that are you know hiding um, behind and between the busy city center hope you enjoyed the tour of the NPOs and the non-governmental organizations in and around The Hague. Um, and we hope you learned something. All right, take care. We hope you enjoyed the NGO route of The Hague Environmental Walks. For more information on the parks and recreational spaces that people can gather in for events such as the ones that Conscious Kitchen holds, check out our biodiversity tour. And make sure to check out our governmental tour for the governmental aspects of the Hague's environmental community. Have a great day, and we hope that you will join us again soon. That concludes this episode of the Hague Environmental Podcast. Be sure to check out our other episodes if you enjoyed this one. And if you have any feedback for us, please reach out to us at the Hague Environmental Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.